You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello, and welcome to the Creatively Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by uh, the usual suspects, Ray and Chris. How are y'all doing? We're good. Tired, but good. We're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first <laughs> things first, we uh, recorded an episode last month. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. Uh, at least we thought we did. Okay, <laughs> we, did, we did an episode last month. We I will, did an episode. Yeah. We, we definitely yeah. did an episode. An episode. Yeah. We were creative last month. Yes. Uh, yeah. the, so the problem was, um, unfortunately, the way that it crops the video, sometimes it, it will... It wants to take just the center of Chris and Ray's video, and so you can't always see both of them. And I was thinking, oh, hey, if we had a third – there you go. If we had a third video come up, then it would at least probably put everyone in there. And so I tried it on my phone. The problem is is I also use my phone for notes, and I couldn't get it silenced. So even though I turned off the recording and then turned it back on for the actual show – uh, after the test, apparently it didn't like that, so it didn't bother recording. So yeah, we did an entire episode, and like I even hit stop recording and everything, and then went to download it, and the only thing that was there was like the 15 second test, and it was just like, <laughs> oh crap. So uh, it's been a little while. Yeah, it's been a little while since we've done the show. So it's it if we can remember everything that we've done, uh, maybe a little maybe a little heavy. We'll see. Uh, of course, it may just be like we don't remember anything and it'll be a short show. We'll see. So. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah just either. Yeah, either way. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and get right on into it, uh, talking about what we've been working on. Uh, so these are actually the notes from last time. So uh, feel free to add on anything that you can remember that's happened since then. Uh, Ray, you said you were going to um, be able to open the garage door. <gasps> you did do I that. Did you do that. just did that this week, this I last weekend. I did. Yes. I did. I you finally did. got the so garage I, door open. So the, the spring, the mm-hmm. torsion spring broke. broke, and I needed right. to replace it. So I had a replacement for a while, but I was waiting on the uh, bars to tighten the spring. My mm-hmm. uncle had some. Uh, his un- yeah, her uncle had So I was able to borrow them from him, and I got that going. And yes, I do have a garage door that opens. Nice. Yeah, because yes. I do remember you said... You were you had ordered the part and they sent you the wrong one or something and then you were waiting on another one or yeah what they told, what they told me that they had when I asked them originally I went there mm-hmm. uh, showed up and they were like oh you need the torsion spring yeah we don't have that I'm like <laughs> asked you if you had it you said yes and that's what I'm here for yeah anyway uh, so then I, I the guy was able to order one in it was going to be a week uh, it was actually going to be a couple of weeks and then they were able to do it within a couple of days because they t- tacked it onto a different order so mm-hmm. okay yeah I was able to get it in and yeah it's, it's nice to it happen on Monday to, yeah I was able Monday. to get it on Monday it's, it's working now so yep which is nice yes good yeah. deal very happy about that because we used the barbecue that night because we yep. could actually get roll the barbecue up yeah the cheater smoker, as you call it. The cheater smoker. Che- oh, okay, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. No, I just think it's. No, I'm not. We're not even going to do that. <laughs> I say that lovingly. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, you're cheating. I so want to cheat with you. Like, it's like <laughs> I would so take one of those in a heartbeat. The conversation uh, I had with one of the guys at work, because uh, and since we're on a creative podcast, we can talk about this. Um, uh, we were talking about the whole creative process of. You know, I said they, they call it a cheater smoker up here because down there they take it very seriously. They want the they set up the fire, they do all this stuff, and they make sure it's all good. And now if I just press a button, he's pissed off. But <laughs> I like it. It's easy to use. Heck yeah, it, yeah. It's our wood oven for outdoors. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so uh, I've been. Uh, I spent a couple uh, – actually, earlier this week, I spent a couple of days out at my grandmother's house uh, at, at lunchtime. Um, she's not in the best health, so we've been trying to get, like, ring camera set up. And, like, we got the doorbell to sip off of the Wi-Fi from my aunt's house who lives, like, maybe 15 yards away from her. Like, it's very – house is very close. Anyway, um, and uh, – but the camera inside, we couldn't get going. And we've been going back and forth with the internet company and blah, blah, blah. And uh, – Anyway, so we're sitting there and and we're watching the 
cooking channel or food network one of those or whatever and this guy is specifically focused on barbecue that's why i thought about it because you brought it up and he was taking pulled pork and he had noodles and he had marinara and he added like his i don't know exactly what it was it was like his dry rub to the marinara and then mixed in pulled pork into spaghetti noodles and he's like, I wouldn't know that this was marinara if I hadn't already known or whatever. He's like, because it tastes very barbecue saucy. Yeah. And I'm just like, I would try the hell out of that. That looks fantastic. So yeah, <laughs> something I would have never come up with. You got with a pulled chicken. You could so, do. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be good. Mm-hmm. So, um, Chris, you yeah. had finished Ravenclaw blanket. Nope. Finish <laughs> all series blanket. Nope. New blanket idea. No. Print out sweater plan. Oh, I did not do anything. No, I did do though. What did you do? Uh, because my my store. Because, Wait, oh, should, would I? Can I go get it? Get what? Oh, what did you do? Never mind. Explain yourself. I got excited. Oh, <laughs> Explain myself. So on the show that person may get recorded i said that my etsy shop got flagged for uh, intellectual property infringement that's right so it got shut down and that's fine uh, i think my time is up now i think it's been 45 days um and so in this time i've been trying to figure out what i want to do with the blankets mm-hmm. and so i've just kind of paused on all of that so the the ravenclaw blanket is about halfway done um and the the series blanket that I was doing is kind of like an alumni blanket. It's got one color, like one color house done. Um, Cause I'm still trying to figure out what, if I want to go back to Etsy, cause Etsy, Etsy just upped their fees now. Like their, the percentage that they take off, they've upped by like, like a point, yeah. 1.5% or something like that. And when you're not selling very expensive things, it eats up your profits. Um, yes, it does. Yes. So I'm still trying to figure that out. If I want to, if, if, Going back to Etsy is actually worth it for what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm still thinking about that. Um, haven't touched my niece's sweater at all. I, again, I gave myself the deadline of her birthday, which isn't until October. So I, but I probably, knowing me, should probably get on top of that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I didn't do, I didn't do any of that. And then we started because everything for the kitchen wound up coming about a month early. We've been doing the kitchen. So I don't know if we talked about that on the last episode. That's like that's like your primary thing you've been working on. Yes, because our ki- well, we only have the one kitchen because we're not yeah. fancy. Uh, and it's completely go if you if you follow me on Instagram, it's I've been doing some updates. It's completely gutted now. Like not back to the studs, but mm-hmm. there's nothing in it except some our uppers. Of, some of it was back to the studs. Some of it was. <laughs> not all of it though. There were parts that you could, you know, that you could see the laugh on the other side yeah. of the wall. But um, you know, it's it's setting up the kitchen like behind us in our dining room. That's our kitchen now for the, you know, the next several months. And it's all and it works fine for me. Um, but you know, you have to change the way you do dinners and breakfast and stuff. It's not the same thing. Because that's our kitchen right Because now. that's our kitchen and all we have is, so the fridge is in there, which is great, but we have an air fryer, a microwave, and an induction cooktop. Oh, and a, and a crock pot. So that's all we've got. So mm-hmm. to be creative, um, bless the people who make all these recipes for air fryers. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> and thank you for letting me skip to the recipe. Yes, jump to the recipe. Whoever thought of that button deserves a Nobel prize because that, <laughs> because food bloggers tell you this like oh 80 paragraph story about the damn recipe. I'm like, I don't care yes. about the recipe. I just want the recipe with the picture. Yes. I don't care about your grandmother's legacy and how I don't care. Just That's exactly what I was recipe. thinking. I don't need to hear about how like it reminds you of your grandmother's <laughs> house or how it was when you spent every no. summer there and blah, blah, blah. I just needed. I just want the recipe. Yeah. Why I'm here. Pinterest told me that this was a good one. Just give me the stupid recipe. Yeah. So setting that up and, and having it, you know, function for us and the, and the kids too, um, takes time and, and creative energy. And so that's where a lot of it's gone. And, did you want me to t- say the other thing that you were excited that, about? That was up to you. Uh, sorry, I jumped the gun on that one. So, um, the, other, the other thing that has been very creative mm. uh, is the wiring that was the old person that used to own this house. Yes. Ooh, okay. Uh, 
So the gentleman that lived here, he bought this house in 1966. This is according to our neighbor, Paul, who has like the neighborhood encyclopedia because he's been here since like the early 2000s. Uh, so Carl and his wife and their four children lived in the house from 1966 to 2015 when she unfortunately passed away. Bless you, Carl. I we love Carl. Gone. Bless you, Carl. Carl has since asshole. passed. And now we have a saying in this house called fucking Carl because he was a machinist. Um, but he was also Dutch, and so he liked to thrift and didn't. If he ran out of wire, he went. Yeah. Let's just uh, put two wires together with some uh, electrical, electrical tape. tape, but not to the you know decent electrical tape. It's the stuff from the 50s and 60s that it's like fabric electrical tape. And hide it in a ceiling. And let's hide that in. Let's hide it in the walls. Let's hide oh it. Oh my in. god. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So there's been there's been some moments where we're lucky the house didn't burn down. No shit. <laughs> Fuck Fucking Carl. Carl. So we love Carl because he treated our our lovely house. The bones are great. He did he did well by her that just way. Just tried to burn her down. He just maybe cut corners where he shouldn't have cut corners. So that has all been corrected. Yes. All of it's been torn out. I have uh, actual. Um, uh, junction boxes, junction boxes set up where they need to be set up. Uh, we have dedicated lines for things mm, now. Yes. Like the dishwasher. There's mm-hmm. one line for the dishwasher now. There's one line for the for the fridge now. They don't share with anything else, like a microwave. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> pop of yeah. We, there's a lot of fuses that would get thrown because yeah. I try to use the microwave and the air fryer on the same line and it did not like appreciate that. So I would throw a breaker and yeah. have to go downstairs and throw it back up. Yep. Yeah. So there's been lots of creative things in the house, just not nothing. Yay. Oh, but I, you know, the garage got fixed. Well. What about yes. you? Yes. That was oh, I was going to say, so some of the other things I knew you were going through was uh, paint color. Yes. And we did decide on a paint color. It's called Savoy House because it's fancy. Um, the thing with the kitchen, what we're trying to do, which is also a creative endeavor, is... With, with the house in general. Yes. Yeah, so we're the trying house, to do a jewel box. We're trying to do, so it's a Victorian, um, all the original trim is still here, which is amazing. Um, all of the doors are still. Okay, yeah, that looks fantastic. <laughs> um, we have 10 foot high ceilings in the nine, nine, foot, nine and a bit. Nine yeah. and a bit foot ceilings house. Uh, ceilings in this house. The windows are all like six feet they're tall. They're all, yeah, they're huge, gigantic windows. They're all original casings. Um, Thankfully, the windows have all been changed. So there's a lot of really wonderful, great bones in this house. But the kit, there's a massive six-foot-tall window smack dab in the middle of a wall in the kitchen. So it made the layout, the awkward. updated layout, a little awkward. It's fine. It's going to work, and I'm yeah. looking forward to it. But I had designed the whole look of the kitchen around resurfacing the old original flooring. Mm-hmm. And we were ripping layers which, off. Which is Douglas fir. Which is Douglas fir. We did yeah. it in the bathroom, and it looks just beautiful when it's all finished up. So we're like, great, awesome. I'll design this whole thing around these floors. Get down to where we need to. We're slowly starting to peel away so floors. Four layers. Four? Four layers of floor later. Yeah. Because we're peeling up and gone yeah. and up and gone Jeez. and up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We so discover that they have laid asbestos tile right on top of the original flooring. So we can't touch so it. So there's a subfloor that's over top of it. Thankfully, in really great condition, but unfortunately we can't touch those floors. So I had a bit of an existential crisis for like a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do? This is the whole design. Because my thing was, it's expensive to do kitchens. It can cost so much money. So I want the floors, the cabinets, and the countertops to be as neutral as possible so that when I get sick of the pink color, which is going to happen... I'm not stuck to a certain color palette. I can do whatever I want because those are all neutral um, colors that will go with anything. Mm -hmm. And I found one flooring. I got this off of Etsy. I thankfully only got a sample. I really like it. I took a shot. This would also limit me with color palette too. But check that out. That's interesting. It's a traditional tile pattern from Victorian time. So Mm -hmm. there's that. Um, but it, it was going to be way too expensive um, because we had to buy new flooring. We had a very specific budget because now it's eating into our contingency. Thankfully, my uncle is very well versed in the uh, Mennonite community, the Mennonite community here. And they mm-hmm. do all sorts of different wonderful woodcrafting and all these metal work and stuff like that. So one of them, 
um, does they, they flooring. Do flooring. And they, so we have a seven inch seven wide, inch wide plank pine plank, tongue and groove tongue and groove wow. that we so, got for a very good price. crazy, crazy price, way under budget, which is awesome. Yeah. So it's sitting in the kitchen right now, acclimatizing to our yeah, to this temperature to and, the temperature and, and humidity, humidity of the house. Um, but yeah, it, and it'll it'll look the same when we put oil on it. It'll we're gonna run it in the same way that the original floors already run. But yeah, there was a couple of days where I'm like, I just I based the cabinet color, the countertop, everything was based on this yeah. damn floor. I put all my my eggs in one basket and uh, it kind of it backfired yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But it was a very it's a very big creative process because you want to love your kitchen, you want to love your space because you're spending a shit ton of money on it. Well, um, and and the floor is such an important part of it because you're standing in you're, it every day and well, it's got to be durable. It's the hardest thing to change out. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Well, especially, you know, you did, you ran the flooring in all your entire house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, especially if you're going to do, if you're going to gut the kitchen, it means that current cabinets come off, then the floor goes down, then the new cabinets go on top of yeah. that floor. Yeah. That's the problem yeah. to do it. So in order to do that, it's like, ugh, yeah, I we couldn't. just, we just didn't want to in like 10 years, look at our kitchen and feel like it was really dated. So if anything felt like a simple element like hardware or like the paint color or even the light fixture felt a little dated, that's like a, that's an easy fixes. enough yeah. fix to just give the room a whole new look. So that's really but what I was trying to focus on. If the floor felt dated. Yeah. If like, yeah. If the floor felt dated, then like what, if, what the fuck are you supposed to do with the floor, right? Yeah. That's a harder that's a harder one to change yeah. and more expensive. So because yeah. I was even going back with the idea of do we do a fitted kitchen? Do we do an unfitted kitchen? Because there's pros and cons to both of those, and we decided we're just going to go for it and do a fitted kitchen yeah. with a free-floating island. Yeah. yeah, so that the island can move wherever we need it to. But yeah, that's a creative, and that takes creative juices. Yes, yes, it does. It does, and then when you put a picture on Instagram and say, "Are you team take the plaster off and expose the brick, or team me and keep it on?" and you lose horribly. Just- Nobody picked my side. To keep the so plaster. Just an update there. Uh, it's covered. There's drywall. There's drywall over the brick over now. Because my other thing was like, if I don't like it, if we just, if we realize we get the whole kitchen done, expose the brick, the whole nine yards, and we look at it, and we're like, mm, I don't like it in here. There's then only, there's we got to cover. Be one person that didn't like it. And it was gonna be me. But I spend the most time in the kitchen. So if I'm looking at this and it's like, no. Whereas if I live with it for a little bit and it's like, okay, we can, yeah. So when Logan moves out officially and then she got her, she has she her, own, has her place. own place, I get to expose the brick up there and I've got plans for it. That's going to be kind of my art room slash spare room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if Chris likes the brick at that point no, and, no, and no, lives no. with it enough, then we can expose the brick. Yeah. So that'll be long enough. That'll be okay with tearing into this drywall and, <laughs> Plaster and tearing into 120 year old dry, uh, plaster is not not the funnest thing to do. Yeah, I bet it's a bit delicate and not all at the same time because it's hardened so much it's like fucking cement. It is. It's literally <laughs> cement in spots. Yeah. But in other spots, it's gone. Oh, so. it's dust. Yeah. In other areas, but mm-hmm. I have I have figured out how to fix lath and plaster. Yes, you have. Um. And that was actually a fun creative process where you take um, a three sixteenths drill bit and uh, but you do a masonry bit. Okay. Um, so if you have a crack and and it's kind of hanging down or or if it's in the ceiling and it's hanging down, you take this uh, masonry bit uh, three sixteenths and you drill about an inch away, uh, inch and a half away from where the crack is. And you drill up and into the plaster and make sure you're hitting lath all the way through. Uh, but you don't go through the lath. You, you just have to hit the lath. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you spray an adhesive. They have this uh, cement adhesive that you can uh, prep an area. So it, it helps bond um, the glue to the wood of the lath and as well as the, the new plaster and the old plaster. It helps adhes- uh, adhesive uh, all adhere. of that. Adhere all that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, so after you do all of that, then you get uh, a caulking gun and you put in um, enough to to kind of uh, fill in the gaps in behind so that you're going to mm-hmm. attach it to all the lath. And then once that's done, <laughs> you got to screw 
um, you get these uh, screws with like a backing on it and it kind of sits all of, like so that you actually sync it back up to where it's supposed to be. Leave it for a day, take all the screws out and then put a, a, skin, a coat. skin coat over top of it and you, it looks like new plaster all over again. Yeah. Hmm. So, so this is where we're it's at with a the process, kitchen. Is but that you can fix it. yeah, it's all the fiddly bits and drying times and sanding and drying times and sand. So we're at the really kind of boring, laborious part. It's gonna take forever. Yeah. But uh, it's worth it. Oh yeah. No, yeah. it's absolutely gonna be worth it. Yeah. We and we have to do it anyway because there's big giant chunks missing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like having to do it. Yes. 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 Yeah, there's no, no choice like no choice. Exactly. Yes. Well, I mean, the other choice was... To rip it all to down. To rip all of the lath and plaster down and put drywall up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is... I don't want to do that. Yeah. You just pick your battle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the plaster's still in good shape. Yeah. Well, there you go. At least it, at least it's in fairly good... Or it's in pretty good shape, so... Yeah. yeah. So. Um. All right. So, let's see. I had... Um, I had several things on here and i think at the time i was like super excited because i actually like finished all of mine which has not happened in a while but okay so the first one i had there was uh re-weather my uniforms so um i've done that i used the uh specific the the uh, the the brown um uh paint to uh to weather my uniforms i uh managed to get it um um thinned out enough that I could do it through the through the airbrush and it went through fine. Uh, talk about that in a second. But I also then heat set it, so then I took an iron and, and went over everything. Um, I've had two conventions since then, and uh, on the second one I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to wash these things. The first one I didn't get that sweaty. The second one got a little hot. I was like, right, I'm going to wash these things. Luckily. It may have washed out a little bit, but it's still there. So it just looks it looks good. So I'm half, I'm halfway thinking about getting a couple of other colors to do because Adam Savage talks about things like you know weathering with one color looks fine. He's like, but when you get to two or three, that's when it starts to really yeah. So I'm thinking about I've halfway thought about because it's a it's a navy and it's a tan, you know, it's a khaki color. I'm mm-hmm. thinking a black, and I've almost thought about a. Maybe like a dark green or something. I was going to say, dark places. green would be good. Yeah. So, um, and I wouldn't do as heavy on that. So I would use the black mainly for um, some of the dark areas, like the armpits, um, some places where I think, like around some of the the, the zippers and stuff that get a yeah. lot of use or whatever. Uh, and then the – go on. And I was going to say maybe a burnt sienna for your, uh, for your third color. That may not be bad either, so. Yeah. Um, in fact, the one I'm using what, may have been a burnt scene. I'll have to look at it. So, um, so a couple of quick things that went along with that. So I was doing, I was doing that. I did, did I talk about? I can't remember if on the last episode or not. I'm pretty sure I had the, um, the uh, ghost whistle done, the uh, Aztec yes. whistle done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that kicked my ass on because of I was having such a problem with getting the color to stick and getting the colors watered, you know, uh, thinned out and everything. And so I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm finally done with this shit. I'm going to do this right. So, um, I did two, I did two big things. Number one, I went to this guy's YouTube channel. Like I was looking up, you know, what's the best way to do this or whatever. And this guy was like, all right, here's my formulas for creating uh, thinner and for cleaner. And he was talking about how he cleans or whatever. So I took a bunch of notes and stuff and literally it's sitting right here. Like the airbrush is sitting right here. I haven't touched the thing in weeks, but anyway, I now have an official bottle of thinner. Oh, there you go. And I have one just like it for, uh, actually this is the, this is the cleaner. And then I also have the thinner. So I should be able to run any any acrylic I want through my airbrush now. Um, I shouldn't have the problem with it, you know, clogging up and having issues. Yeah. The other thing that I did, something that I've been meaning to do, is granted, it's starting to get back into the 80s right now, but it has been, in some cases, near freezing every night. Um, I don't really want to go try to airbrush stuff at night when the wind's blowing and it's cold and stuff. So I finally broke down and built myself a paint booth um and the 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 one that i follow the guy that i was kind of you know modeling mine after um i made sure that it would fit right here on my desk uh with a fan behind it so it is it's that uh um 
it's like foam it's foam board basically yep. it's it's foam board and so i used uh tape to to be you know all of my different uh, uh um hinges and everything yep. and so it folds down it's very very small but it has a air filter on the back of it and then i've got a fan back here behind me just a normal box fan to help pull everything through yep. But I went ahead and took the extra steps. Actually, I'm going to Lowe's tomorrow. I need to remember to buy another one of these dowels. But I specifically put uh, a couple holes in the sides so that I can have dowels running across so I can hang stuff yep. up if I need to. Um, I also bought a cheap spool of LED lights and put it through the entire top, and it can actually adjust the, the light. And it's super bright. Um, so I'm I'm set on that. I actually nice. can't really wait to, to do that. Um Sorry, do you, have a lazy, do you have a lazy Susan? I do. Okay, I was going to say that will make your life so much easier. Yes, I've got a lazy Susan. It's actually down here. I need to make sure I grab it when I do start to paint stuff. So um, so there's that. Um, paint the death whistle. That's, I actually had it on there. Yes, I did finish that. So uh, I don't have it on the screen or whatever, but I do have the death whistle. It is painted. I have been wearing it at the different events. Um, I do blow it from time to time and get a bunch of uh, attention. Uh, the funny thing, the funny one time that I did it was um, this last convention that I was at was uh, Hill Country Comic Con, which is New Braunfels, Texas. Yeah. And um, kind of the one of the big things that they figured out, it was getting a lot of voice actors for a certain series to all kind of be together. And so they had several people who uh, were voices on Avatar The Last Airbender, um, including and I, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he plays Uncle Iroh. Uh, if you listen to the Epically Geeky show, the intro for this last last week's episode i actually had it tacked on there the man was super nice he even did it for free uh but anyway while i'm standing there his handler notices that you know justice ghostbuster his handler notices that i've got this death whistle on and was like oh my god that's awesome does it work and i'm like yes and she's like can you blow it and i'm like all right so I'm looking around or whatever, and i blow this and everyone just stops dead in their tracks and is looking like what the hell is that uh so that was awesome that's so fun um let's see here um Paint the leg hose. I got that done too. Uh, so I have updated the leg hose model that I um, offer on my Etsy store. Um, one of the interesting things about the leg hose is on the in the original '84 Ghostbusters movie, they there's a leg hose and it's got this this hose that goes around to the back of the suit. It doesn't really attach to anything. Uh, they never really say exactly what it's for. It's a pee hose. And yeah. it's for, you know, if you were busting ghosts and something scared you, well, there you go. Um, well, in Ghostbusters Afterlife, that was one of the first things that I noticed on the uniform uh, that the kids were wearing. I was like, the adapter's there, but the P-Hose isn't there. And so it wasn't until after the movie came out. And actually, I've got this really – no, I, I, I take that back. I saw a video that Adam Savage had. And he was going through the costuming department, and they had a really good shot of it. And it's like, well, of course – in the movies, it was sewn on, so you wouldn't really want to take it off because you'd have this hole in your suit. You would just put a cap on the thing. So I redesigned it, and I did all this stuff. And I even followed Adam Savage's, like, advice on how he, like, you know, did it or whatever, and it turned out fantastic. I've updated my Etsy site. I'm actually selling it. It's funny. I'm now selling eight different versions, four of the original model, four of the new model, and just a bunch of other stuff. So, um, but anyway, so, yeah, I, I did get that done. Um We'll get to kind of that leads in here to something else here in a second. Um, finish the NDA project. I did finish that. Um, oh. I can't, I still can't talk about it, but um, it turned out really cool. Like I, I definitely learned some stuff. Um, it makes me keep wanting to go back to one of my to do's on my list, which is learning to um, model organic looking things or whatever. Um, I kind of had to do what I could do with what I knew at the time, but it's something I'm just like, yeah, I really need to go back and kind of learn this. Cause I think this would be cool. Um, let's see here. Finish the matrix redesign. <sighs> so I sell this Autobot matrix. I've been selling it for years. Um, it's, it's about 12 inches wide, you know, the handles or whatever. And I've been thinking about doing a redesign whenever I put these things together, it was such a pain in the butt because, um, I like there was a lot. I like I glued all the pieces together, and occasionally, from time to time, I would have someone contact me that purchased one and was like, "Hey, this broke on it, or if it got there and it broke, uh, you know, in the mail." 
they were like, hey, is there any way you could fix this? So they'd have to ship it back to me, and then I'd have to use – I'd have to be very careful, but I'd have to use stuff, you know, solvent to get the glue off so I can fix whatever needs to be fixed and blah, blah, blah. I've been wanting to redo this thing using screws, and so I did. Um, in that process, I have learned what and how to use taps, and it's changed my life. It's fantastic. Um something i'll talk about here in just a second but anyway so i've i've learned to use taps that's been a big thing um i wish i had one here in front of me i could show you but anyway um so i was kind of pressured to get it done as quickly as i could because we had i had a guy he's a former customer i guess still technically a current customer that was going to a big transfer transformers convention in los angeles and was offering to like demonstrate it and sell it for me and so I sent like he's I was like, well, tell you what, I'm, I'm going to have to bump up the price anyway. But tell you what, I'll 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 print some little flyers up and I'll put a special code on there. And if they use it, you get five dollars off. It'll be fine. And so I sent it to him. And this, so this is literally the first one of the new version that I've put together. I send it to him and he gets it and goes, yeah. So it looks like they, you know, drop kicked it from here to there. And I'm just like, son of a bitch. So I'm like, okay, let me see if I can put another one together. So I was trying to put another one together. I got it in the mail. And then it tells me that it's not going to get in there until Friday. Well, he's leaving Friday morning. And I'm like, well, crap. Luckily, it did get there in time. He took it to this big convention or whatever. And he texted me Saturday morning like it's, I don't know, the convention's maybe only been going for three or four hours. And he's like, I'm out of flyers. Like everyone loves this thing. And I'm like, okay. Um this in fact this guy who has a youtube channel actually came by and he did a demonstration on it and even like pointed out all the different things he's like yeah he made the finger holes larger so you can actually like grab onto it as an adult person and everything's done with screws and it's got a usb port on the bottom but the power isn't bubble and i'm just like man i need to hire this guy <laughs> if i could um but anyway so i've been making these things and literally i just got the last eight in the mail today and i've been working on them for like a week and a half it's just been I, the, the, it's, this is all I've been doing is is going to work, which has been insane, and then coming home and working on matrixes. That's all I've been able to do for the last like week and a half. So, um, but anyway, so uh, so yeah, I got the matrix redesign, which was awesome. Uh, let's see here, redid my Etsy site, so that was fun. Nice. Um, I did go through and I did everything that I said I was going to do. I I rewrote everything. And the pictures that I took, um, what's funny was is I initially took a, a white sheet and hung it in our kitchen and then had some decent lights on it. And I took Christy's good camera. I took pictures of everything. I planned out what I want all the pictures, like all the information to say. So, like, if you go to my Etsy store, it shows the Autobot Matrix leadership. And then as you start going through the pictures, like it actually says this is how big it is. It has the measurement on there. And it points out all the different things. And, you know, like every yep. single slide gives not only is a picture, but it also gives information. Yep. Um, and then the last slide literally says, please read description before you purchase to make yep. sure you got everything. Uh, and I did that with all four things that I'm currently offering. And I haven't had any stupid questions or complaints Good. yet, which has yep. been really nice. Um, the thing I made one last minute change on the stuff. I ended up changing the color of, of one little thing. There are these parts that kind of stick off part of the shell that I've always just kind of printed all together. And I was like, you know what? Those really should be a different color. I'm going to go ahead and change that. So I went back and changed it. I was like, well, crap, i got to redo the pictures. Um, guess what? My paint booth came in really handy for because it's got a solid white background and it's got really good LED lights on it. So Picture time. Yeah. Heck yeah. So I even re-redid some of the pictures, as it were. Nice. Um and then one of the last things I, I, I've done, and this kind of all rolls in together, was as I'm printing this stuff, um, you know, I've only got so much time and stuff that I can use my big printer that has the glass build plate. So everything that prints on it literally is is like a glass finish. It's super smooth. This is the build plate for my other 3D printers, and um, it's it's a plexiglass. And uh, you have to put a build plate or you have to put build tape on it. Now, some people will cheap out and just use like blue painter's tape, which is fine. But after a while, it does come up. I was buying the uh, Dremel, the actual official Dremel um, um, uh, plates that go on it or whatever. And for the most part, like I could 
I because this thing prints completely flat there, I basically would have to take a um uh, a mallet and a, uh, a, a like a painter's blade and like try to slowly you know chisel it up to make sure I don't break anything and then it comes up okay. I finally got fed up with it. I was tired of buying these different plates. So I went online and I'm part of this group and someone was like, oh yeah, I know Dremel doesn't actually make these, but you can buy this other version and cut it down. It works. So this is the new build plate that I have. I finally bought one for both of them and it's magnetic. So it's got a magnetic base that like basically just big sticker on it. Yep. And then it's got the build plate on it. Yep. And the thing that I love about this is, I just <laughs> flex it and pull it right off. No more chiseling. I am so excited about this. Nice. This is one of those things that like, this is probably hands down the best advancement I've done on those printers since I've had them. And it's one of those things that's like, if I could have figured this out or if someone had, someone had, you know, tipped me off to this like a while ago, I would have done this so long ago. Oh my God, this is one of the best things ever. And then it just snaps back on. If I want to clean off the build plate, I can. If not, I just use the remaining uh, glue that's on it and keep going. So uh, super happy with it. So that's awesome. um, we're kind of I, I wanted to move away from having a scheduled topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I was just going to kind of throw out, though, is uh, I, like I said, I have had multiple matrices to build and 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 get taken and, and and get done with um it doesn't necessarily have to be something you're building to sell or whatever but uh i just wanted to talk about how do you push through and you kind of mentioned it earlier with the the you know slowly but surely chugging away you know at the at the in the kitchen how do you push through that just you've got to get it done maybe mindless work it's not hard necessarily but you mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally you're just like i am so done with this i am so ready to move on to anything else yeah, yeah. so what do y'all do to get through that so for for me i actually take a couple of days yeah i need if, time. if i'm at that point where yeah. it's like if i see this one more day i'm going to scream i take a couple of days off of it yeah because okay. I, that's me saying that like I'm getting that signal of I need a break from this. And so you take a break. It's a creative burnout. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I go and find something else that I do enjoy. Uh, Even if it's like, go watch a movie, like, you know, just spend time away from it. Mm -hmm. And then you're a little bit more, more refreshed. And then after that refreshment and, and the way I get back started on it is, Whatever the next part is that I I do enjoy, mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, okay, I got to get to that point. And so right now I'm in this slog of doing plaster, and it is a slog, right? Like it's it's a mm-hmm. you, you put it up and you wait and you dry and then you got to scrape it and then you got to put the next coat on and you got to scrape it and you got to put. So I've been off. I've been working for the last couple of days. So now I'm now I'm, tomorrow I'm going to start back mm-hmm. at it. Get into the plaster. Do all of that. Uh, because I'm excited to get to the floor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's that's a few steps away. But that's still that's what I'm excited for is to try and get that done. So, um, that's that's how mm-hmm. I do it. Anyway, you got to take a break if you're at that point. Yeah, I I'm I'm the same way. I have to. Uh, I'm just trying to think what I get to. Um, because I I've been sort of letting like before I would like no I don't. Cause I, my mind's a flitty mess. So I get like idea after idea after idea after idea. And I get distracted by these new ideas that I have. And the thing that I'm working on, I don't want to do anymore. I want to do my new thing. Mm-hmm. So I used to push through and be like, no, I'm just going to finish this and, and just then do my next thing. And then lately I've been doing this exercise with myself where I'm just like, I'm not feeling anymore. I'm just like, I do it. Yeah. And I'll just do the next thing. And it's turned out that I have like four different things that are in various different states of completion, but it's fine. And I'll get back to it when I get back to it. So I'm trying not to put pressure on myself to be like, you must finish it by then. Because again, it's just for my own pleasure. It's not for anybody else's. It's my own thing. Um, So I'll just be like, no, I I got another idea. I'm just going to I'll do this until I don't want to do it anymore until the other new idea is so distracting. I have to go do it. 
and then I'll do it. And it's the same thing. So again, yeah, I have like four different things that are sort of half done, mostly done, Mm -hmm. just started. And um, that's been an interesting thing that I've been doing because so I, and I would, but it gets to the point where it's not pleasurable anymore when you're trying Mm -hmm. to just like push through it. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, and that's is, the whole thing with the, having hobbies and just having a creative outlet is it's supposed yeah. to be, you want to enjoy it. You want to enjoy it. It's yeah. for fun. You're spending your extra time on it and it's Do supposed it. to yeah. bring you, it's supposed to bring you joy, not make you want to rip your hair out. Yeah. yeah. And not make you be like, I hate this. Yeah. So, and I notice it with the kids too, like with Logan more, especially with Logan, Logan loves to draw. She's been drawing since she was like yeah. three and that's her thing. She was one of, she was, always the kid that if you gave her enough paper and enough coloring utensils, she's good for hours, even at uh-huh. three. Yeah. And she took a massive break. She took almost like, I think it was almost a year off. Yeah, it was something drawing. Like that. Yeah. There were other things going on in her life and she just, she had to stop. Uh-huh. And it's only been recently that she's picked it back up and she's just burning through sketchbooks because it's her diary, right? Like it's where she yeah. dumps all of her emotions. She loves to do it. It brings her, it's like her therapy. So she's been burning through sketchbooks and this late, we had to buy her another, she asked us to buy her another hundred page sketchbook. And I don't think this one's going to last long. And then that'll go away. Like it'll ebb and she'll, yep. you know, won't yep. be so voracious with it, but then she'll it'll be yep. like, where she'll spend hours listening to stuff on TikTok. She's got her AirPods in mm-hmm. like a teenager and uh, yeah, just like burning through stuff. But for me, it's, um, yeah, like the crocheting right now because of the whole store shutdown and stuff hasn't. I've really needed to do a good think about it, so I haven't been doing it. And I know I'll pick it back up, but I just don't know when. So gotcha. I'm just trying to give. I'm trying to give myself grace when I get to that point in projects where I'm just like. But again, I don't have any deadlines. I'm not. It's not. And that's that's. I'm not doing this for another person. I'm not. This is just solely for me. So if when it's things for solely for me, I just give myself grace. I just put it down and leave it until I get inspired by again. If I'm doing it for somebody else and I made the mistake of giving them a deadline, (laughs) (laughs) then I will just do it till I hate it and I'll just do it to finish it. But by the end of it, there's no joy um, until I give it to them. And then, then I feel good about it, but I'm very happy when it's over. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, so unfortunately, okay. The thing, the reason why I brought this up was these yeah. these matrices because yeah. technically I still had almost two weeks to get them done, mm-hmm. uh, but I wanted to get them done as quickly as possible in case I wanted to reload and try to keep riding this wave. I think I have realized, oh, that's right. That's why I kind of limited myself to five a month instead of trying to do, I think, 11 or 12 is what I did. Um, because it just, it kind of, the other problem is, is because I don't have dedicated spaces to do things, it's like, okay, I need to, I need to get them all. If I'm, when I'm bringing out the soldering stuff, I need to do all the soldering stuff at once. Yeah. And so it's, but it's trying, I was like, all right, well, I have to make sure all this is printed up to this point. And I mean, yeah, I could have broken it down and done like maybe the, got the first couple of them out or whatever, but like literally I got like the last eight, just all, all done all at the same time, everything. And so uh, it didn't help that my boys are currently uh, still doing soccer right now. Uh, so that uh, like two nights this week we had we had uh, we had games. So that pretty much like chews up the evening until about nine o'clock, which leaves me about an hour. And so I'm like, all right, well I guess I'm spending the next hour, hour and a half trying to get what little bit of work done I can get what done, and then it's off to bed, and it's just like over and over and over again. Um, I was thinking about this today and you, you know, you've all, you hear a lot of people say, you know, uh, they'll say, they'll, they'll speak positively, positively about turning your hobby into your job. And I've heard a lot of people who have started coming down the other way on that. And I think I'm definitely, uh, falling on that point. Like the idea that now, I've, now maybe if I was making enough on these, I, that like I could quit my normal job and like, this is yeah. what I did. That yeah. might be one thing, but the the idea of doing this constantly on my time off when I'm also still working constantly yeah. is just like, yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to do this. 
I think the point that they're definitely trying to say is that this is because I, I know I've, I've heard of a few times where, yeah, do something that you love doing for your job, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then that way you can at least enjoy the process of doing whatever your job is. So, uh, and I understand that part of it, but there is something to be said about losing interest in whatever that is after the fact. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely a part of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I just, like I said, I, I it's not that I, you know, it's not that I'm going to stop making them, but I'm definitely like, I do need, I'm down to about a couple of parts to finish like the next five for this next round or whatever. And part of me is just like, well, I could go ahead and post them on Monday and, you know, just kind of have to catch up because I've given myself like four weeks to get them done. And part of me is like, maybe I'll just get them all done first. Maybe I'll just let that, let that take the time that it takes. Cause it takes about 18 hours to print each one of the handles. Maybe I'll just, yeah. I'll just let those finish first. And if it's not this week, maybe it's next week. Oh, well, cause the other thing was, so I had spring break last week and, um, I stupidly thought I was going to get several things done. And like I said, I had these, all these matrixes sold. So I was focusing on that. I was trying to take care of other stuff around the house. I was trying to spend time with the wife and the kids. And, and I didn't even begin to touch some of the stuff. Like I, it was on my to-do list to paint baby Yoda. He hasn't been touched. <laughs> oh, baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, I was going to, cause I was like, I've got, I, I need something to practice my new, you know, with my new airbrushing stuff. I was like, be perfect i could practice on him uh yeah that didn't happen um i uh so i've shifted gears and when we talk about what we're wanting to work on next um i was wanting to work on a foam proton pack because i've been to a couple of conventions again and i'm like man i really need to get one of these things done and so i was like all right like here's the plans like there's a guy on youtube that specifically went through and did templates for free and you basically just take the foam and cut it out and here they are they're printed out wow wow i haven't touched them yet (laughs) so um i did like some of the parts i'm going to uh 3d print on the resin printer the files are ready i've got them set up yeah they're still sitting on the computer i did not turn on that thing the whole time i'm just like because i'm so tired i've been babysitting the other part is is i was not only have i been trying to get caught up in print stuff. I've also been trying to get ahead. So like I've already got parts for about five more, almost done uh, for the most part. So I've been babysitting. I even brought my original printer back home because I needed all three of them running. I've been babysitting printers constantly. And, you know, it's, it's one thing when it's like, Oh, well this is only going to take five minutes, but it's like, no, it's five minutes on each printer. And so that's 15 minutes. So now I'm out of the groove and I got to get back into it. And, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I feel bad because I don't want to, I don't want to just sit there for an hour because I'm like, well, that's an hour that I've got three robots yeah. that can work for me that I'm losing. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's the Baba verse all over again. <laughs> yeah, it is. It He's really is. <laughs> so, um, th- oh, that was something I was going to say when y'all were originally talking, uh, when y'all were talking about, um, uh, what's the man's name damn what uh, oh carl carl oh, yeah yeah I, I thought y'all were gonna say from uh from uh the uh um traders tells books i thought y'all were gonna tell me you know trust in whoever trust, trust in Lois. instead yes, y'all are like <laughs> no fucking carl, fucking carl. Oh, fucking just carl. the opposite of trust in yeah. Lois. yeah no, 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 no. <laughs> we, we did decide though you said that our house is a golden girl She's yes. a go- she's like a golden girl. She's a, so, she's a golden girl. So, so we decided she was Rose in honor okay. of her. So yeah. she's Lady Rose. Yes. And uh we do trust in Rose, but yes. Carl went and tinkered a little too much. That's hilarious. Trying to undo what Carl did what to Carl did. Our yeah. Poor Lady Rose. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um well, was there anything else you want to add to that or should we again move on to what we're what we're planning on working on? I think with like, yeah, just you feel because creative juice, I feel like those ex, you know, those writers and those people who are successful at what they do, it's like, you just, you got to do it every day, even though you don't want to. It's just like, that you works know what? For them. it's great for you. But like, I have a certain limited amount of creativity that I got. And once that's kind of empty, 
I don't want to do the thing anymore because I don't, it's not that, that drive, that motivation, that desire is just not there right now. I know it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So just for me being patient with myself and, and being like, it'll come back. It'll be, yeah. I'll get back to it eventually. It's, this isn't life or death. And when it's joyful again, cause that's what hobbies are supposed to be, right? Yeah. You're supposed to be wonderful little yeah. outlets for, you know, to take you away from sort of, stress and stuff like that they're not supposed to stress you out <laughs> no no and that's what i found with uh, and that's why like i don't i don't take commissions i don't yeah. do anything like that because it's then it's not enjoyable yeah and uh so yeah i i've definitely learned that lesson mm-hmm. um as for stuff around here uh just it's it's mainly been kitchen and uh and creative ways on how to cooker <laughs> it's been really interesting i have liked that part though because i have yes. wanted to learn how to because i love to bake i want to transfer that same love and 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 passion i have for it into cooking because i don't i've had to cook because i've had to not because i've wanted to mm-hmm. and so this whole new thinking outside the box it's i don't have access to my oven so what else can i do and there's been some failures you know Oh, yeah. Some times where it was just the kids were like, you know what? This is this is kind of gross, Mom. But you tried. <laughs> the the croissant the croissant pizzas the, were the croissant uh, pizza rolls were a failure. They were cooked on the outside and raw in the middle. No. Ah. Uh, he I, figured it out. I figured it out. You just had to go at a much lower temperature for, and for wait longer. a lot longer. Exactly. Oh, yeah, a lot longer. They were delicious. They but were that was the thing. So now it's like time <laughs> yeah. management of like, okay, if I do this recipe, then I have to start at this time because yeah. I only have this amount of space in my air fryer. And yeah. mm-hmm. so, but yeah, just, you know. Yeah, that's why I want I love the air fryer, but we have not been using it that much because of the limited space. Even if you get yeah. like little trays and stuff to put in there to, you know, multi layer or whatever. So much in it, yeah. You're still I mean, if you cook it if it was just you two, if you were cooking for him and oh, Ray, yeah. you and Ray, oh, be perfectly fine. fine. But yeah, when you yeah. got kids, it's like, oh no, I need like two or three of these damn things. Yeah. Uh that's why I eventually want like when we end up building another house, I want a convection oven because it's basically an air just a much larger it's air a fryer. Big, so, yeah. 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 Um yeah, because that was a funny thing when we got the air fryer. I was like, well, how does this work? And I'm reading up, and I'm like, this is just a small convection oven. Why are we calling it air fryer? <laughs> so Because the yeah. whole thing was like, it's a healthy – because you can, because I make just this – a little bit of oil. A little bit of oil, like, and yeah. it tastes yeah. like you deep fried it, which, I mean, depending on – It's pretty close. Yeah. You have to be like, you can only do it in one layer, and it's yeah. – yeah, there's like things yeah. you got to do in order to make it taste that way. Just be healthier than yeah. deep frying. But the the whole recipe thing, like the the you know, oh yeah, you you bump it up to this, and it only takes like fifteen minutes. It's just like, yeah, like for example, so I I um I redid my grill, um the 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 heat vents, the the tents. I'm sorry, the heat tents. I replaced those. I cleaned out a bunch of stuff. I grilled burgers the other day. I went to go redo the burgers and I was like, well, it's not like we're pressed for time. You know, I was heating them up. I was like, I don't want to put them in the microwave because, you know, it tends to dry them out. Put them in the oven, looked up, what do you want to do? Oh, well, put them on, I think it was 350 for, I don't know, 10 minutes or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll give that a shot and pulled them out. I was like, yeah, that's getting there. Let me flip these things over and put them in for another 10 minutes. I'm just like, y'all, I don't know what you were cooking this on, but that was not the correct temperature and time. Oh, yeah, 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 I've had that a couple of times. But the last, four mornings i found this recipe on instagram on an instagram reel and it's for these breakfast cookies and mm-hmm. they're so freaking and you just it just makes one and i'm the only one who likes it no um, i haven't had one yet you you're not worried where you have, have you been where have you been i was here the first day you made one you just didn't let me have a bite because it was too delicious because it was too good <laughs> Joey doesn't share food, and so I've been making it in the air fryer, and every morning I've been having one because they're super easy to make, and they're really, really good. And that was one of the – that's like a – this worked out perfectly to what the directions said. Um, other things, it's been like, well, yeah. that, was, that was a good try, yeah. but no, 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 that didn't work. It either burned it or yeah. I needed to put it on for a lot longer. Yeah, I find yeah. this lower temperature for longer works. Well, for certain things. For certain other things. things and then, yeah. Yeah. It's all just. It's like the smoker. Yep. 
Um, all right, well, let's go ahead and uh, talk about what it is we're we're wanting to focus on for next time. Um, would anyone like to go? For, okay, so I have what we said last time. Okay. okay let's let me read. So we're kind of in an interesting situation. So future <laughs> projects. Ray, yeah. you said, um, wow, you <laughs> you were burned out last time. Let me tell you, Aww. man. Something creative I want to do. That's all you said. That's all. Yeah. Oh, that didn't get done at all. You were just like, I just want to do something creative that I want to do. Yeah. I don't see that in your future for the next little bit. No, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. I, I need to take a day. There, there's got to be a day between now and a month from now that I just do one thing creative for that I want to do. You have to remember that that's what you want to do because that's the other thing yeah. is you, you're going to forget. I'm going to set, gonna a, set something. You're going to set something. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that he doesn't want to. It's just look ahead and pick a day. And okay, yeah. you're gonna yeah put write it down, write that down. There you go. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Chris, you had uh, order kitchen cabinets, <gasps> which we did, and most of them arrived. I think that's yeah. Uh, demo kitchen, which we did. Uh, and you had store plan. Right. So that's what I am going to put down for next time is by the time we meet again, I would like to have a definitive decision made on whether I'm going to do the Etsy, whether I'm going to boot it back up or not. Gotcha. I'd like that. And, uh, cause there's other things going on behind the scenes. Well, there's a lot of other stuff. So I'll just put that down. That's per- perfectly fine. Cause yeah. I've already kind of mentioned what the exact same thing. So we recorded this, this show, well, we didn't record it, but we did this show a month ago, yeah. and the one thing, the only thing I had listed was for foam proton pack. I printed out the plans. Yeah. That's it. That's all I did. <laughs> um, so I'm really do. I really hope I can start focusing on that and getting that done. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I, yes, putting these things together. It's funny when I put these things together and I get down to the last bolts. I'm just like. Man, I did a really good job on this. I'm really proud of this. But the yeah. whole time up to it, it's just a slog. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so done with these. Yeah. Um, I think part of the problem is also because I took off like ooh, since October. I didn't really have a lot of the big stuff on my Etsy store. And so like I had the little things. And mm-hmm. so I just got used to not having to do it. Yeah. But it brings in decent money and unfortunately i've got two other people who are competing against me the guy in houston has started up again sorry the cat freaked me out i'm sorry you're all good and then there's a canadian bloke up there who's selling one that's sorry not as as good as mine but whatever um (laughs) anyway give me his name i'll go find him (laughs) (laughs) Um, what's interesting is is on his his Etsy store, he's got like two different names for his Etsy store, like our two different Etsy stores, and he's selling like it's obviously the same one, but the cover picture's different, and it's listed four different times with four different prices. And oh. I'm just like, what oh, the hell's me. going on here? So um, the guy Carl, that's funny, the guy that ah, I've been dealing with since ah, Carl. Fucking Carl. Uh, yeah, fucking Carl. Carl. Uh, <laughs> Carl was like. He was like, yeah, he said his wife's in one of the chats or whatever, or one, like on one of the Facebook groups or whatever, just trying to like, oh, yeah, that looks that looks a lot like the one my husband makes and, you know, this, that, and the other. And he's like, yeah, I've already heard the printing on this guy's isn't as good and it doesn't do as much stuff and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> but I'm just like, you might, if you want to stir the pot, ask her, why is it listed four times at four different prices mm-hmm. <laughs> in two That's different Etsy stores? That's messy. That looks unprofessional when you do something like that. That's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. It looks like you're not like a real, like you're a shady seller. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought too. Cause I'm like, so if it's listed on two different stores or if it's listed different ways and you list multiple copies of it, cause I think there's like five copies. Does that mean you're going, if you sell one of them, are you going to increment the other three down as well? Because there's, they're all early pointing at the five that you've got anyway, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. So mm-hmm. that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. It is still recording, so we're good to go. Uh, <laughs> if you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. Uh, as always, you can go to epicallygeeky.com and find this show as well as the other shows that we do, including the Epically Geeky Show, Sustainably Geeky, and Creatively Geeky. And I'm sorry, Marginally Geeky. This is creative. Uh, the Epically Geeky Show just dropped uh, last week, and it was um, – we were talking about who should have won – the mm-hmm. Oscar or other 
uh, award show. Yeah. Uh, that was a that was a fun episode. Uh, like I said, I know I was kind of sticking to just what you know was nominated or whatever. Uh, Sean, right. of course, always makes it interesting. So yes, um, fun, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sustainably Geeky should be out the same time this episode is out. So if you follow it, go check it out as well. And we'll be recording Marginally Geeky uh, next week. So mm-hmm. another episode of that coming up soon. Um, and as always, you can find us on all the different social media at Epically Geeky as well. Where can we find you online, Ray? Uh, the Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. I know, right? <laughs> Chris, where can we find you? You can find me on all the shows you mentioned and on Instagram at Victorian Botanical. And as always, you can find me online at Optimus Chain on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. of the Epically Geeky Network.